Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. Happening today, a firm is set to recommend new school boundary lines for families in Cabarrus County. Tonight, school leaders are expected to receive a presentation about how to handle growth in the county. The district adding 10,000 residents in just two years. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Devane joins us now. And Richard, this all means some kids could be headed to new schools. Yeah, absolutely correct, Sarah. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning, all. Basically, the decision today, what's presented to the school board, could mean dozens, hundreds, possibly thousands of students will have to find new homes coming this fall. Now, later today, Cooperative Strategies will present its plan to help the Cabarrus County School District with its overcrowding issues, detailing which one of its three plans for realignment will best serve the district. The California-based company presented those plans aimed to help with the rapid growth that has many schools at 90% capacity. Each scenario or plan would affect students from short-term fix to a more comprehensive plan, which of course would mean hundreds or thousands of students, families could have new schools by the start of the upcoming school year. It's that and so much evidence we have to kind of go through so that we get it right and make sure we understand all the dynamics around what people expect, especially when you talk to those prior priorities that are coming up over and over again, diversity, proximity, things of that, that nature. Yeah, those are all things that the superintendent says that the district is looking at and that company is looking at when it makes its recommendation today. Of course, whatever the results of this recommendation, there'll still be some more public input, but we'll give you the details when they become available. We're in Concord. This is Richard Vang for WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush happening today. Testimony is scheduled to resume in the case of a former Mooresville High School student, 22 year old Jericho Neal, charged with sexually assaulting a 14 year old classmate when he was just 16. Happy today, convicted double murderer Alec Murdoch will be in Columbia for a preliminary hearing. This is another step in his attempt to get a new murder trial. The state Supreme Court says it will oversee Murdoch's motion for a retrial. He was convicted last March of murdering his wife, Maggie, and son, Paul. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. Travel has been treacherous for visitors trying to leave Beach Mountain Resort after the busy holiday weekend. Multiple cars were stranded last night on Beach Mountain Parkway. The police department also sent out an alert asking people to avoid the area. The road is now back open and Department of Transportation crews are working to keep the roads clear. I'm Alice Barr in Des Moines, Iowa, where former President Trump pulled out a dominant victory in the first nominating contest of the 2024 presidential race. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis finishing in a distant second with former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley close behind him. She will have the advantage heading into New Hampshire, where she's built up strong support. That is the next primary and where the focus now shifts. Police in Hawaii say they're investigating the death of a man visiting from Charlotte. They say 24-year-old Carson Philbin drowned Saturday morning. Police say he was among four swimmers who started struggling after jumping into the ocean. His body was recovered, but later pronounced dead at the hospital. An autopsy is now underway. And that's it for your Morning Rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Vice President Kamala Harris visited Columbia, South Carolina Monday to participate in MLK festivities. She also took the chance to meet with the University of South Carolina women's basketball team. She said she was proud of the team and gave special recognition to coach Dawn Staley. A South Carolina man risked his own life to save his little pup from a coyote. 
Timothy Snipe picking up the coyote by the tail and threw it in a nearby dumpster. He went to the doctor and got nine rabies shot. State health officials say the coyote is now being tested. Pieces of a 105-year-old boat made their way to the shore of Surf City Beach. The fire department says the leftover boards are from a shipwreck back in 1919. The boat was traveling from Puerto Rico to New York before hitting a sandbar off of Wrightsville Beach. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots. What do we make the news make sense? Whether you're at the top or bottom of the income ladder, people say more money makes you happier. But there might be a catch. Money buys happiness, but it doesn't last. Let's connect the dots. Over the last few years, workers have been making more money. According to the Federal Reserve, wage growth hit a peak of 6.7% in the summer of 2022. But moving up may not come with happiness. Some studies have shown that those who make more are happier. But financial experts say that happiness is short-lived. The expiration date on the thrill of a raise lasts only about three months. So it might not be the money making you happy, but the switch from negative financial thoughts to positive ones. Financial experts say you could prolong that happiness longer by trying to save that extra income instead of spending it up front. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, a suspected drunk driver is facing charges this morning after investigators say he swerved at a state trooper trying to stop him. Troopers say they were responding to several calls saying a truck was driving on the wrong side of 321 in Catawba County. That's when the driver tried to hit them. He's now facing several charges, including felony hit and run and DWI. Number two this morning, the Charlotte Fire Department says an incense stick sparked a fire at a Northeast Charlotte home. The fire happened Sunday night. Firefighters say flames could be seen coming out of a bedroom on the second floor when they arrived. Investigators say there is $100,000 in damage. And number three, in just a couple of hours, Charlotte Mecklenburg is set to host a groundbreaking ceremony for its new University City Library location. The library says the University City branch is one of the most visited libraries in the system. The next location will be less than a mile from the current facility on Waters Edge Village Drive. The project is set to be complete by 2025. A new warning this morning from Pineville Police. They posted on their Facebook page that if you have a key fob for your car, criminals could stand outside your home and duplicate it, essentially stealing it and your vehicle. So can that really happen? WCNC Charlotte's Megan Bragg verifies. This is the post on the Pineville Police Department's page. They say to move your key fobs to a central location in your home or get a special bag that will block the signal to your fobs. So can criminals make duplicates of your key fob from outside of your home? Let's verify. Our sources, AAA and Officer Jonathan Frisk with CMPD. According to AAA, the radio frequency signal emitted by key fobs can be spoofed to unlock doors, turn engines on or off, 
or even steal your vehicle. In a previous interview with Officer Frisk, he says this has and can happen even if criminals don't have your fob in their hand. AAA says to prevent this from happening, you can carry keys in a Faraday bag or box that blocks the signals. So we can verify that yes, criminals can make duplicates of your key fob from outside of your home. With your Verify, I'm Megan Brown. If you have something you would like verified, just email us at verify at WCNC.com. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 430 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.